Welcome and great to have you join us as we go off script with Sam Monk, Senior Leader of Equippers Church. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey, and welcome to episode 12 of Off Script with Sam Monk. It's great to be with you. We're talking about leadership lessons, what's worked and what hasn't. And Sam, just to recap, we've talked a lot about uh, leading in uncertain times. And we're going to do an unprecedented part three here. Wow. Because uh, there's a lot to say. (laughs) Uncertainty. And uh, we've covered off a lot of cool things uh, around uncertainty and how you orient. Uh, your way through this, some questions that you've asked yourselves, uh, you ask yourself. Uh, talked about blind spots. We talked about creating instability. Uh, we've talked about, especially that moment where it's only until kind of the rug that you're standing on gets pulled, you know, from underneath you that you you hold on to something. And are you comfortable with what you're holding on to? And that reveals, you know, it reveals what you are holding on to and what your security lies in. Yeah, that's a good summation of the last uh, three episodes. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, scripted with Jake language. Um, but we want to talk about, I guess, continue to talk about pressure because pressure is, pressure's had a bad reputation over the years. People think pressure's a bad thing. Yeah. But we're trying to say it's not a bad thing and that we actually need it. Yeah, even in, uh, in spite of this environment, pressure's in the world. Uh, we have relational pressure, we have financial pressure, we have work pressure, we have high blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have all types of pressure. And but it's a good point. Uh, pressure was there before COVID. Yeah. Like it was always there. COVID maybe ratchets it up a little bit, yeah. but it was still there. And as we've been saying, you know, COVID has revealed a lot of things that were just beneath the surface and brought them to light in a lot of places. But pressure is not a bad thing. In fact, it's a, it is a revealer. If you squeeze an orange, you get what? Orange juice. juice. Squeeze a lemon, you get lemon juice. Squeeze a pimple. Pimple juice? (laughs) (laughs) You get pus. But, you know, it it reveals what's in you. And, you know, squeeze a pimple, you squeeze out the infection. Right. And there's nothing wrong with, you know, having stuff in our life that's bad, but it's leaving it there. (laughs) Yeah. You know, you you leave an infection unattended, it's like that's going to do more damage. Yeah. And in our life, we, we need pressure, even when it comes to pressure in your tires. You use more gas, uh, your wheel alignment goes out if you don't have the right amount of pressure. And so we all need the right amount of pressure in our life because that that helps us move forward. It also helps us grow. And I guess, you know, where we're probably in a society where, you know, we talk a lot about instant society, you know, we want everything fast, we want everything now. Pressure is the kind of thing that we don't always want to wish away quickly. You know, we, we need it, but also I can try sometimes find shortcuts. I love finding shortcuts yep. because I think, you know, but often where I've sometimes got lost in things, it's actually I've realized, oh, I never knew that was a way to go. I never knew. And pressure can be the kind of thing where sometimes sustained pressure is still not a bad thing for us because it actually, the next time we're in that situation, we feel like we've grown, we're strengthened in some way, haven't we? We've kind of learned yep. how to kind of adapt a bit more. Well, I, I We've think growing those muscles that we needed to grow, or whatever it is, you know. Yeah, and, and sometimes we're wanting to escape from pressure, yeah. but you can escape, go on holidays in the hammock in Fiji. Wouldn't that be nice right oh now? Oh my gosh! But it's amazing. You can be in a nice, um, peaceful external environment, but be still be carrying pressure internally and be under it. You know, worried about things. And so pressure is not just about external the external pressure, and a lot of people, you know. Um, sing the John Farnham song 
I think you know it very well. Take the pressure down. <laughs> we won't go too far okay, with that. Right. Uh, I keep going. Yeah, yeah. But it's like we want the pressure down. But first thing we need to say to ourselves when we're, when we're under pressure, and there's another song for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you're queuing my songs up. <laughs> yeah. DJ uh, Jake. I'll send a playlist. I'll attach it to this podcast. Jake's yeah. playlist. But when you're <laughs> under pressure, you need to remind yourself the first thing is that you need pressure. Right. We need pressure. You know, if you're riding a bicycle and the tyres are flat, it's pretty hard going. Yeah, much harder. Yeah, a lot harder. And and we all need pressure to grow. We need pressure to, to, to move forward. So telling yourself that you need it. The second thing is telling yourself that you can handle whatever pressure you're under is, is really important um, because, you know, and this is the confidence that we have in God. Is, and I like the words that, Paul said in Corinthians where he said God will never allow you to be pushed past your limits he says it in the message version he'll always provide a way out a way of escape so if you're going through something and you're under pressure uh, you can say man I can handle this because if you couldn't handle it God would have made a way out Yeah, and just maybe just maybe there's more in you than you see in yourself and God's saying hey I need this pressure to actually reveal the potential that's in you yeah and do you think at times we need, you know, when we talk about pressure, you know, one person's pressure is not really another's. I could talk yeah. about pressure, yeah, but actually I've got a roof over my head. I've got food in my tummy. There's, there's certain pressures that I don't, you know, is it, yeah. is it about us getting a bit of perspective sometimes? Because, yeah. you know, in some ways I can think I'm under pressure until I see somebody else and I go, gosh, that's actually, that's, that's real pressure. Yeah. Now, perspective is a really important thing. You know, the old, or the saying going around, first world problems. Yeah, 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 wow. <laughs> and uh, a lot of what we complain about, whinge about, get anxious over is first world problems. Yeah. And it's amazing what a little bit of, oh, man, I haven't got it that bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually removes the weight of what people are carrying. It's just like, oh, actually... I've got a lot to give thanks for, and that's where Thanksgiving does come in. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, remember studying when you studied and you did an all nighter. Uh, all nighters are a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go. It seemed to go on forever. Yeah. Or you know, you had your first baby, your child, and they're not sleeping, and it's like they're crying right throughout the night. It seems like forever. And you're thinking, man, is this night ever going to end? But when you go to sleep, it's, it's amazing how quick the night goes. Yeah, yeah, true. It's, it's just like, and, and many people, you know, lose perspective. It's like, oh man, am I ever going to get out of this? But what we've got to recognize is some things are just a season. And just a season and recognizing that a season is really important. I'm going to get through this mm. and it's going to get better. Mm. And there's hope. Yeah. <laughs> but I just need to hold on in the season. And perspective is really important because it's so easy to lose perspective. In fact, in my final year of my degree, one guy was just about to give up and he'd been studying for four to five years. And I'm going like, you've only got two months left. If it's just two months of hard yakka. Yeah. You're going to get through this, yeah. but hold on, hold, yeah. <laughs> hold on. Don't give up in this. It's just two months. Yeah, and I think so often we allow the enemy to over exaggerate things. Yeah, and that can play in our mind, and we in the end fold and give up too early, um, simply because we lose perspective. And so often people give up just before the dawn, though. Eh? You know, yeah. the whole thought of the darkest just before the dawn, and you know we've seen in so many contexts people wanted to give up 
yeah, right on the eve of just about finishing, and it's amazing how much it can play on you. Like thinking, actually, you're almost through it. And and and, and going back to your point, we kind of need to tell ourselves, you know, I still like that thought that with God we always have the majority. Yeah, you know, we we always with God we always have a majority, no matter what situation we're facing. And there's got to be a belief in a God that's bigger, eh, than yep. every situation. Yeah, but actually, we can do it with Him. Yeah, you know we can do all things through Him who strengthens us. Yeah, there's got to be that belief, right? Mm. Yeah, I, I reckon God uh, put the Book of Job in the Bible. It's in the Bible to to all <laughs> encourage us that we haven't got it that bad. It's like people go, man, I've got, I've, I'm having a Job experience. Going through the trials of Job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going, and they got a headache, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going like, no, you didn't lose your whole livelihood, yeah. your family, and all that in a moment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you read through the book of Job and you go, I haven't got it that bad. And I, I, I like, you know, Job because it says, you know, he faced all that and then all of it he did not sin. Yeah. So often we uh, use the pressure in our life to justify us doing wrong things. Yeah. But none of us have been through what Job went yeah. through. Yeah. And in all that it said he did not, he did not sin. And yeah. I think, you know, that we can take heart and we can make you know, we can get through this. Yeah. He's a great example, Job, of perseverance, eh? Yeah. You know, just being able to persevere through whatever trials, whatever storms come. There's something so kind of beautiful about persevering through situations because you're able to help a lot of people as well. You're able to say there's things that I've gone through that are able to help. Yeah. You know? Perseverance is a big thing. And I, I, one statement that stuck with me when I was young starting out in leadership is you only need to endure to conquer. Yeah, right. You only need to endure to conquer. And, you know, Paul says some great words also in Romans chapter 5 where he says, I glory in tribulations. <laughs> it's one of those things that doesn't make, that yeah. <laughs> make sense in our natural might. But he goes, knowing what, what it produces, he goes, perseverance. Perseverance produces character. character yeah, Romans 5, and, yeah. and character produces hope. And he goes on and says, this hope will not disappoint. And I find a lot of people have hope that in the end disappoints simply because, you know, it's not built on the foundation. They haven't persevered yeah. and it hasn't produced character within them. Yeah. And that character actually produces hope. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's a big thing, just learning to, to persevere, to hang in, yeah. Yeah, uh, to keep at it. Well, I think, you know, you keep giving me song choices to sing. I keep, I keep thinking of that song, you know, I'm still standing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, uh, again, we talk about this thought that sometimes you've just got to outlast the enemy. You've just yep. got to continue to, you know, when, when all is done and you stand, what do you do? You just keep standing. Yeah. You stand. And sometimes it's like God gives us the strength to knock something over. Yeah. You know, but often we're wanting to knock something over with a one punch. Yeah. I've found some things need combinations. Yeah. Some things are taken to the 11th round yeah. or even the 12th round you know, of a fight. And um, you know, what your strength won't budge, your consistency will outlast. No, that's good. That needs to be said twice. Yeah. What your strength <laughs> won't budge, yeah. your consistency will outlast. Right. And so many of the attacks of the enemy, God is actually wanting us to outlast them because they'll produce more in us than if we just knocked it out with a single punch or if we just won lotto. Yeah. Yeah, then my problems will go away. Yeah, all, all of my a sudden, problems will be solved. solved. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's the outlasting of things that she produces the character, which brings about the hope. Yeah. And so perseverance is a big thing. And, you know, in the end, we've got the promise of God to yeah. hold on to. Yeah, we do. Yeah, and and that should 
bring a confidence in our life. Yeah. The, the confidence that, hey, if God's promised it, he's not a liar. Yeah. If, it's, if he's promised it, it will come to pass. Yeah. And there's many things right now that I'm holding on to that I know that God's promised. And it's like my circumstances are almost contrary to that which yeah. God's promised. But I, I, I just need to hold on like Abraham in Romans chapter 4. He says, you know, in hope, against hope, he believed. Mm. And he did not waver. Yeah. And when it came to the promise of God, and you know, I think that's something that we've all we're all challenged with. Everyone's challenged with is you know, there's a, an opportunity to waver, to yeah, doubt. Yeah. But uh, we need to take courage and to to take um, well, look at the life of Abraham, who's the mm. father of faith. Mm. You know, and, and say, well, I'm not going to waver. I'm going to hold on to that promise, even though my situation and my circumstances yeah. are saying something different. In fact, so often it can be that way. How many times have we you, you've you've preached a series in church yeah. around faith, and all of a sudden, in that moment, we're tested with something massive. Yeah, that you go, gosh, when you start either talking into something or de- maybe declaring something over your own life and your business and your workplace, whatever it looks like, that very thing you're often then challenged against. Yeah, it's amazing how God allows maybe those situations, eh? Those pressure moments to go. Okay, cool. We're going to put this into practice now. Yeah, and that's. <laughs> I think that's a little bit of how God works. I remember Danny Guglamucci, a great friend. He said, "You know, God gives you revelation. You have revelation, but then you get a reversal. Right. <laughs> Everything speaks against that revelation, and how you respond in the reversal determines whether you get the reward. Right." Wow. Which is a good way of saying something. Or another way of saying that is every God dream has a birth, but every God dream has a death. Yeah, okay. Because you can't have a resurrection without a death. Yeah. It's not like you go birth, fulfillment, because if there was just a birthing of a dream and a fulfillment of that dream, you could do that without God. Mm. But the way God works is there's a birth, there's a death, and there has to come a, it's almost like the dream's dead. Everything speaks against the dream, but your ability to trust God determines whether there's a resurrection or not. That's cool. Yeah, wow. And again, we've got to remember that because it's, it's so easy to forget. I remember we had a, a speaker come year, years ago and talk at church, and he talked about the loneliest member of the, Holy, of, of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, that we talk about often God the Father, we talk about Jesus, but so often the Holy Spirit. You know, it can sound almost, you can almost hear people audibly groan like, oh, of course, you know, we have the Holy Spirit. But we do. Yeah. We do have the Holy Spirit. We do have the power of the Holy Spirit to help us and navigate through all of these pressure moments. We're not doing it by ourselves. There's got yeah. to be a recognition of that, right? Well, I think that's huge. Yeah. You know, uh, that we have access to the Holy Spirit. It's not our strength. It's it's recognizing that we're weak and His strength is made perfect in our weakness and is recognizing that you know he's with us. He's you know God will never leave us or yeah. forsake us. Yeah. So whatever you're going through, God's present. He's our ever present help in our time yeah. of trouble. Yeah, ever present yeah. help. So he's there, and so you get in pressure. You get a greater revelation of of the Holy Spirit. And we talked about unhealthy dependencies. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes it's like <laughs> we've got the Holy Spirit sitting on the sideline. 
and we're trying to, I'm struggling here. And the Holy Spirit's going, hey, just sub me in. (laughs) You know, you're subbing in all your other mates and you're subbing in everyone else, but man, I'm the... I'm the impact player. Well, it's that great, that great illustration now of the person in the middle of the river, you know, struggling, and then mm-hmm. the boat comes along. No, I'm yeah. waiting for God to save me. And then the chopper comes along, and yeah. the whole time God's saying, "No, I sent all these things. Like I'm right here." Yeah. You know, and and He will never leave us or forsake us. I like that uh, thing, leave, forsake, because leave, um, He won't just be physically present. He won't forsake us, which means He won't be emotionally distant, detached. Wow. Yeah. And you know, you can live in a household in a, in many marriages they're physically present, but they've emotionally ba- abandoned one another. Here's the good news is God will never emotionally abandon you. He's invested in you. He wants you to succeed more than you want to succeed. He's got a better plan for your life than you have for yourself. And I think in leadership, you know, in those moments, that's what you've got to hold on to. Yeah. Thank you, God. You're for me and you're with me. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a great way to finish it today. This is episode 12 of our podcast, uh, Off Script with Sam Monk. We hope that's been useful. Again, there are many different ways you can continue to share and like. If you like what you heard, please tell other people about it and uh, please share in many different ways. Subscribe to the podcast. Otherwise, that's Off Script with Sam Monk, episode 12. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Off Script with Sam Monk. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure you pass it on. We love your feedback, so drop us a line about what topics you'd like to hear about on Offscript with Sam Monk.